With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey! Thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Uh, in the cherry red 150. Skirt. Locked in the stissy. Doing what 60 down the one whizzy. Trying to cruise down the avenue. Straight from Paris. <laughs> Straight from Paris. <laughs> uh, like, what's that? Straight from Paris. <laughs> Baby carriage. High word, trust no one. Uh, got the B and the uh, got the and the uh, at the at the and the Big Apple, where it's quick to get your uh, tackle. Uh, uh, yep, yep. Cherry red, cherry red. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. He's Lavar Arrington. That guy's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. You can listen to us on the iHeartRadio app, and you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are, making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live Life. from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Did you guys have any goals when you were getting into the NFL? Like, if you would start a new season, do you remember a specific goal outside of Yeah, this? Super Bowl. All right. But do you have anything <laughs> yeah. specific from an individual standpoint? Like, any specific goals individually? Yeah, I mean, like, everyone has the goals of, especially if you're a, you're a starter. I'm sure guys are, like, saying, hey, I want to make the Pro Bowl. I want to win, a, you yeah. know, I wanna win the MVP or Defensive Player of the Year, yeah. all that stuff. You know, I, as far as, like, specific statistical goals, it'd be more along the lines of, hey, you'd love to lead the league in touchdown passes or, or passing or yards. Yeah. yeah, or sacks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, according to Dak Prescott, his goal is to not throw 10 interceptions. Hmm. So there's that. Uh, that, according to Dak Prescott, who spoke with the 
uh, Fort Worth Star Telegram and had the following to say uh, because he did lead the league in interceptions last year, which I don't know if a lot of people have discussed uh, in the world of sports. Was that with like fifteen? How many did he yeah, throw? Yeah, he had fifteen interceptions. <laughs> which, which by the way, goes Not to bad. show you the trend, dude. <laughs> Back through the years, all right. Go get go back through the the annals of history in yeah, the NFL. That's, that's not that many interceptions. No, and like there's a lot of guys <laughs> who would throw like 25 in a season. Remember, Jameis yeah. had 30 not yeah. that long ago. I mean, literally, you're talking about half that amount, and it led the league, which is either telling you one of two things: either quarterback play has gotten much more uh, efficient, decision making's been improved, or the other guys just getting benched. Like you throw a few and like just on the bench. There's there's no chance they're going to throw more than 15 because they're benched by the time they get to that number. Didn't Fitzpatrick throw six in a game against yeah. Kansas City? Yeah. Man- that was magical. <laughs> like, I mean, geez. I'll say magical. this as a, as a quarterback, because I've thrown multiple interceptions in a game, I, I think it's human nature not to get a little gun shy of like, man, I don't want to like, I don't want to throw another one. You know, like I, I, I've already thrown two. You know, do I really want to throw three or three? Do I want to throw four? Like, you get to that point where you kind of say to yourself, like, I, I'm not going to take the risk because we're probably down. We're not going to have a chance to, to win this thing uh, at that point. And, and there's no point in, in keep doing it. So I actually value a lot of guys who are like, oh, yeah, no, I'm just going to keep slinging it, man. I don't care if I throw four, five, six. Like, I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> like, there's like something LeBron. to that. <laughs> yeah. Like LeBron. You know, Brett Favre was like that, too. Brett Favre didn't care if he threw an interception. Cause I, don't he knew. He, I don't think he threw six in a game, though. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think he did six in a game. Hey, hey Lee, but you're a Brett Favre fanboy. Look this up. Did Brett Favre throw six in a game? I remember him throwing five a few times. That's for Oof. sure. Well, he throw you the ball now. Career. He's a he's slinging it. And I'm looking he, at the list. He definitely led yeah, a few he years. Yeah, he he, yeah, he, he would throw the ball away now. But but the thing about it was is that you knew for everything that he would do in that in that area of turning the ball over, he was going to get you touchdowns too because yeah. he wasn't afraid. Do you think it's because like, he threw the ball so hard that he thought there's no way a defender is going to catch this? They're not ready for this. He's just throwing heat. No, I just, I just think, think he, he saw his receiver and he threw yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's that simple. There he there's, is. I'm throwing it. There's a lot of things that came out after his career. Um, yeah, well, yeah. in regards to like him just kind of not re- reading defense, yeah. just throwing it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'm seeing five <laughs> as the high water mark back in 2005 versus the um, Cincinnati, yeah, Cincinnati Bengals. By the way, he threw five interceptions. They only lost by a touchdown. That's pretty remarkable. I'm telling you because he don't he didn't care. Well, he only threw that was one our touchdown scout report. pass, though. <laughs> our scout report is he like, will gotta, throw you the hold ball. On. You gotta have a good deep. Like, okay, so the other time that year in in '05, he threw four in the Chicago Bears game. They again only lost I by mean, a touchdown, a, and that was a dope team back then. Right, but he didn't throw any touchdown passes. Like as a defense, there has to be a point where you're like, "Come on, dude!" Like I, I know you want to get the ball back to you, but it, this isn't working out very well. He did have six against the Rams in a playoff game in 2 I remember in this. In a playoff game. Do you remember this or you're looking it up? Later? I remembered it and I looked it up. And they ran the wrong uh, I've route. I've seen it now, too. I blame yeah. the receiver. They ran the wrong route. And that game they got absolutely bushwhacked. So. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Was that the greatest show on turf? That was what the, year was that? The final uh, stages. It was 0-2. Yeah. That was uh, 2 No, that wasn't the final stages. 0-2. They were still the greatest show on turf. Yeah. They had just – well, maybe – 
Maybe you're right. No, you're right. It was the end because the, the Patriots start taking over. Yeah. What, in 2001? 2001. So 99-2000 would have been the Rams, right? Yeah, and then 2001. That three-year stretch, they were pretty dominant. Yeah, I guess and you're then, right, yeah. And yeah. Then Brett Favre okay. decided well, to go. serve it up a little bit. Brett Favre would serve it, though. I'm telling you, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. He, they, that's what they say. Like, he's going to throw you the ball. But the bottom line is is that for every time he throws you the ball, you got to understand that you can't relax because he'll make you pay. Just like he'll give you one, he'll make you pay. So yeah. that was like kind of the book on, on Brett. It's like he will give you the ball if you're where you're supposed to be because he's going to give you some 50-50 balls. Which but, it's funny, though. Looking through all those, the games he threw like three or more interceptions, he didn't throw a lot of touchdown passes. Like what, what did he throw? Two, two touchdown passes and a six-interception game in the playoffs? Like the ones I went through, it was like one touchdown pass, five interceptions, or zero and four. Like it was just it happened to be one of those days where it just wasn't a good day. The waves. And he ain't, but he's not stopping. No, he's not. That was the thing you had to admire about Brett Favre. He ain't stopping. I'm like, oh, I threw it like, okay, I threw an interception. Like, we're going to run the ball now. Like, nope, Nope. they still going. He's slanging it. (laughs) Slanging that thing. Slanging that thing. thing. Can't keep him contained. Nope. No. Definitely not. Nope. 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 Okay, well, there you go. Or your hard hat and your Crocs to work and play Brett Favre. I don't know about wearing Crocs. Well, they're comfy, does. Everybody, yeah. yeah, you stupid. I just caught it. I just caught that one. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, wow. Sure. Oh, I'm not going to. Oh, whoa. Careful. Wow. Yes. Um, <laughs> can, I, can I read you this quote from Dak Prescott? And you oh tell me if you believe this is him oh taking a shot God. at Kellen Moore. Because okay. Kellen Moore, there's been a couple of. of yeah, I don't want to say direct shots, but at least indirect shots. Some strays that Kellen Moore has caught from Mike McCarthy and also feels like, you know, Cowboy fans this offseason. And now Kellen Moore is in L.A. as the O.C. for the Chargers. But Dak Prescott was talking about the turnovers last year. And then he went on to say, I know who I am, and you can go back and take away half of those off drops. I'm not saying it's on the receiver, but if you cut and it cut it in half, then we are talking about those. Nobody is talking about it. Some of it is on the offense and them understanding where we are. Mike McCarthy does an amazing job with those guys. They know where to be, why to be, why, why they're getting looked at. That's going to be a big jump. I won't have 10 interceptions this year. Kind of feels like he's saying at least Mike McCarthy can have everybody in the right place at the right time, and maybe that was an issue they had over the past couple so of years. So he couldn't have inserted himself to help out that way before now? He needs help. I huh? mean, are you talking about Dak Prescott or Mike McCarthy? I'm saying Mike McCarthy. Yeah. He said Mike McCarthy did those things. He's doing those things now. I mean, he he didn't change positions. He's still the head coach. So he couldn't have, have inserted himself – into the scenario, into the meetings, like saying Andy Reid and and helped with all of those things that he said Mike McCarthy is doing now? It, it feels like the way Mike McCarthy has talked this offseason, almost like Kellen Moore was forced onto him. Like Kellen Moore was, needed to be a part of the staff. But even if he was forced onto him, I mean, and, and I didn't play offense in, in pro, so I'll defer to Q Me on this. But, I mean – I would assume that the the things that you're you're doing for your team to be successful now 
as the head coach and the OC. Why wouldn't you do those things even if he was forced on you? Like, why? What are you not giving him your secrets? Or is it more important for you because you don't trust him and he was forced on you to just let him fail? I mean, was he willing to risk that? I mean, is that what that is? Because otherwise, wouldn't you just be the coach that you are, teach the things that you teach, how you teach them? You're the head coach. That was a lot there. I'm not really sure uh, if he was, like, thrown on him or not when, when he took the job. But I think Kellen Moore had done a good enough job statistically. I mean, if you, if you go back, so Mike McCarthy gets hired after the Dak Prescott injury that year, right? He was on a ridiculous pace, though, those first, what was it, three games, four games, whatever it was, before Dak Prescott got hurt. And, and I think at that point you're looking at it saying – all right, well, if you pair these two together, like they're going to be pretty prolific, and this is what you're hoping for out of your quarterback. So, I, you know, I, I, maybe there's some of that that, hey, Mike McCarthy had to inherit Kellen Moore, and Kellen had to run things the way he wanted to run them until, you know, it, it didn't work, or they agreed to go their separate ways, which maybe is where we're at now. But, I mean, no matter how you look at it, offensively speaking, statistically, everyone's going to point back to the fact that they were – a pretty explosive offense. Like no one can deny that for for Kellen Moore. Hmm. But uh, this is and so both then that's guys, an excuse. So he gave an excuse then. Well, both those guys have got to be feeling the pressure this year. I would say I would say Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott. Like it feel like this is feels like the you know if you're not getting it done this year, when, when is this going to happen? And now you've got. Kellen Moore, who's gone, he's in L.A. with the Chargers, as we mentioned. And so now it's all on Mike McCarthy, and he's got full control of everything and of of the offense. And now Dak Prescott feels more comfortable with him. And they've got a ton of talent. I I think they're a playoff team, whether they're good enough to compete, you know, legitimately with Philly to win that division. Who knows? But it just feels like both those guys may be feeling the pressure a little bit in Dallas. And no Zeke. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, no Zeke. No. Well, listen, I mean. Zeke ain't feeling the pressure of Dallas. No, he's good. He's yeah. hanging out. Do you think he's in Cabo, by the way, or was that just that one be. off season? Might be. Yeah. Mango Deck. Mango Deck. Yeah. Mango Deck? Yeah. Cherry Red. It's the name of the, <laughs> it's the, name of the place in, sure. in Cabo. Mango Deck. I'd never been there. LeVar said it was pretty cool. I don't recall. Why are you throwing the far into the No, bus? I'm just saying. Yeah. He said it was pretty cool. He said they had great food. See how he just snitched on me? What do you mean? There's yeah, no snitching. Did. You can't talk about a menu? Like you, you said I they had great, great food. Don't remember. Right. I just heard about it. Okay. It was like an urban legend. Oh. oh. Mango deck. Yeah. Oh. I hear you. There you go. Cherry bread. Be careful how you say that, too, on the air. Mm-hmm. Get dumped. Oh, really? Yeah. What did I say? Well, just if you say it in a hurry, you know, you could say the wrong thing. Then we get in trouble. Wait, say what in a hurry? Yeah, say what? Mango deck. <laughs> say it in a hurry. I don't want to. It's two pros <laughs> and a cup of Joe. Fox to. Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Uh, again, you can listen say to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. But we may have identified the laziest coach in all of sports. We'll tell you who that is next. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, here go Brady's song. Come on, Q. That was your, that was your Q to come in. Yeah, come on. Man, this is played in every weight room in the Dublin, Columbus area. Damn, man. It's what they play, man. You can't do shoulder shrugs and not listen to this song if you're from Dublin, Ohio. And I have that. I I, I, I don't know why you have to keep 
perpetuating this lie. What are you like talking about? you have about? any idea <laughs> about any weight room <laughs> what you anywhere in the entire state of are, Ohio? Are you Feel trying to tell me I don't know what it's like throwing around iron in the 614? Is that what you're Feel trying to tell me? To me. I, I'm, I'm actually including the entire state of Ohio. <laughs> that is an, an outrageous It's 100% true. It's uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. We're going to have another edition of Would You Rather coming up here a little over 20 minutes from now here from the Tire Rack. Speaking of uh, Return of the Rack, TireRack.com Studios. Um, all right, so oh, let's uh, – <laughs> that sounded weird. All right, so – uh, let's uh, let's have a discussion here uh, because I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there's like a smell in the air. You know what it smells like? It smells like college football is close to returning. Smells like it's almost here. Can you get it? Oh. Get a whiff. Oh. Just get a whiff. Oh. I mean, we've got SEC media days, which have started up. Oh yeah. We've even got former Notre Dame coaches. Like Brian Kelly, who was speaking with Sirius XM recently and talked about uh, just, you know, the differences between coaching at Notre Dame and now coaching at LSU. So let's take a listen. Well, I don't think you have to wear a tie every day um, (laughs) and the job, if you know what I mean. It's a little bit more relaxed from that perspective. And that's not good or bad, but there's a much more relaxed because you're you're in the South. You're around people that are very easy to get along with. And not that they were hard to get along with, but there are rules that you have to follow in an environment like Notre Dame. And you can't cross those lines. And so there's a little bit of a difference there. I would say the biggest one, other than that, small narrative that I gave you is that I had to be on a plane and I had to pull the best player out of California, out of Texas, out of New Jersey. I don't have to do that at LSU. The best player in the state of Louisiana, if we do a really good job recruiting him, he wants to be a Tiger. And and that's a difference that I think more than anything else allows you to really focus on what's important uh, within your program. And that is, you know, state of Louisiana, and player development. Hey, you know, likes to keep it close, you know, that doesn't want to have to drive into the office, apparently, you know, <laughs> still on that, uh, on that, like that COVID work ethic. What is that he was talking about at Notre Dame? What is it that, what lines you cannot cross? What, uh, what is he? I, I think he's just referring to the fact maybe you can't cheat. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. Which, I, I guess that's what he must be alluding to because the odd thing too about the tie comment, like, have you guys ever seen Marcus Freeman since he's taken over? Like, outside of his introductory press conference, which I'm not even sure he had. I think he had on a tie that day. I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not quite sure. But I'm just trying to think back. Like, it's not like I even remember Brian Kelly wearing a tie much outside of maybe at his own charity events or certain things. Well, Charlie Weiss was a big tie guy back in the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the big, all, all, all big tie guys. Yeah. Um, no, look, I mean, I, I think there's – there's a there's a rigorous academic um, you know schedule and, and you got to make sure that the student athlete is able to handle that and make it through academically you know that's just it, it's what it is there you know and they're not going to bend to allow guys who aren't going to make it through or be able to get their degree in like that's just the reality of the situation and, and that's not a bad thing I, I think it's a bad thing if you don't like working hard. You know, I think it's a it's a bad thing if you if you don't like having to try to go around the country and get the best players in the country. 
Because, uh, look, there's some truth to the fact that if, if you're playing for, you know, for example, I don't care if it's Louisiana State, Ohio State, you know, a- any school like that, if, if, if they can, they'd like to get the best players in their state. You know, Notre Dame would love to get the best players in Chicago, best players in Indiana. Um, but because it's a Catholic institution, it's, it's got a, a lot wider net than that. So you can ha- kind of have more of a melting pot of players, which I, I personally thought was always really cool. Uh, I don't think it was something that set us setting one back. I think it's just kind of what makes it unique. And look, there's a lot of schools now that recruit nationally, even though they're in LSU and OSU or whoever you want to throw into the conversation. They might not try to base the bulk of their roster, you know, you know, nationally, because that's hard to do. Um, but again, it's it's not uncommon for LSU to have kids from Texas, for LSU to have kids uh, from California. I'll put it this way. Their starting quarterback, Jaden Daniels, is from California. Now, he didn't obviously end up there. He transferred in from Arizona State, but you know the reality is you know, you're going to have to recruit nationally if you want to be able to compete versus the best. You don't think Georgia's taking kids that aren't from the state of Georgia? Now, they also take a lot of the best kids from Georgia. But they're going to recruit nationally. That's just how it is. So I, it's a little odd to me that the discussion still continues. You know, I, I think Notre Dame's fine moving on. And, and look, Brian Kelly won the SEC West last year. They're putting themselves in a position where they should be the favorite to win it this year if you look at the roster and what they have coming back and what they're building. So it, it's a little odd that, that, you know, they keep going back to wanting to compare in different things. And it, I never feel like Brian Kelly, when he says something publicly like that, he ever comes off good. Okay. It, it just, it, it's odd to me that the statements that he makes publicly, it, it never comes off where it's shining like a better light on him. I mean, maybe I'm wrong in that assessment because people think I'm biased because I'm a, I'm a Notre Dame alum, but Tell me a time where he's done something public where you've been like, oh, yeah, he came off great there. He's a salesman. And if it, if roles were reversed and he had just gotten to Notre Dame from LSU, you know what he would say? Thing. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I love the buttoned up approach we have here. Our priorities are in line, unlike some of these other places and places I've been at before, et cetera, et cetera. He's a salesman. This is what he does, like changing his accent last year. I just year. wonder if he would come up into Notre Dame and be like, me and my family ain't done winning yet. <laughs> yeah. We ain't finished. I need more wins. By the way, I think he kind of reverted back to that Cajun accent. If you listen back to it when he says Tigers, he doesn't say Tigers, he says Tigers. Tigers. I think he reverts back. Can we listen to the Brian Kelly one more time? You just listen to the, the Cajun accent pop back up for the salesman, Brian Kelly. Well, I don't think you have to wear a tie every day um, (laughs) and the job, if you know what I mean. It's a little bit more relaxed from that perspective. And that's not good or bad, but there's a much more relaxed because you're you're in the South. You're around people that are very easy to get along with. And not that they were hard to get along with, but there are rules that you have to follow in an environment like Notre Dame. And you can't cross those lines. And so there's a little bit of a difference there. I would say the biggest one, other than that's small narrative that I gave you is that I had to be on a plane and I had to pull the best player out of California, out of Texas, out of New Jersey. I don't have to do that at LSU. The best player in the state of Louisiana, if we do a really good job recruiting him, he wants to be a tiger. A and, tiger. and that a tiger. He wants to be a, a tiger. tiger. A tiger. I, I think I think you're onto something there. Really good job recruiting Salesman. him. He wants to be a tiger. A tiger. 
Just, just the, the ultimate salesman. By the way, what are those planes like that he has to take at Notre Dame? Are they like oh, you mean the, the private planes? Yeah, I was gonna you, say. Mean, you mean like the the private planes <laughs> that he's referring to? Is it like is it like Lee having to sleep outside a train station so he could shower with bums when he's on his trip to the back Jeez. back east? Yeah, you missed that, Brady. Uh, Lee Delap was bit by rats. He was, he was burnt. Sleeping outside. <laughs> he was bird bathing <laughs> at Grand Central Station. So that's what Brian Kelly has to do, apparently, in Notre Dame when he's got to go recruit. God forbid he hops on a private plane and has to go recruit uh, recruit players to Notre Dame. Yeah. It's like, dude, why were you there so long? Why did you take the job? Why did you the, leave Cincinnati? The irony, too, is if you go back and look at last year's class that he signed, all right, three of the top four ranked players outside the state of Louisiana, Maryland, Texas, and Miami, Florida. Yeah, they so brought he, in uh, Womack, right, from, uh, from St. Francis. That's DM. right. He yeah. did, yeah, Deshaun Womack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, it's just there's just zero truth to a lot of what gets spouted out there, and that's the unfortunate part. Because I think if you look at Brian Kelly, like right now, if you were to say, unless he wins a national championship at LSU, where is his legacy? Yeah, his uh, legacy is probably still cemented as having the most wins as a Notre Dame head coach of all time. Yeah, I mean that, that's what you're going to remember him for. So look, he, he got a great payday to go to LSU. He thinks he'll have a better chance of winning a national championship, and he doesn't have to recruit as hard. So there you go. I mean, it, you, you hope it works out for him, right? But there just doesn't need to be any more conversation. I think both sides are kind of moving on in their own direction. So it's a little odd he keeps going back to that. But I do think it's funny when you play the initial part about the uh, – well, I do declare, you know, up, a, up, up, up <laughs> above the uh, north of the Mason-Dixon line, they wear ties up there all the time. The, them, them Yankees, them Northerners, you know, they wear ties <laughs> they every time. They don't they be eating work. them beignets. No. <laughs> by the way. They don't like that cake. I, I, do, I do declare up north <laughs> wear ties around. Up ties. They do not do that shrimp etouffee at that, that South Bend school. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I need some jambalaya. By the way, wasn't he wearing a tie at SEC Media Days? Yeah. Well, positive he was wearing a tie. Yeah. Was he wearing a tie? Yes, I'm almost positive he was wearing a tie at yeah. SEC Media Days. You know who wasn't wearing a tie at their media day? Who's that? Marcus Freeman. Yeah. Yeah, because at Notre Dame, you don't have to go to the, you don't have to go to the media days. Yeah, we you don't skip get all one. those. Yeah, you skip all that. Yeah, we skip all those media days. Oh, By the way, how many? what media days they got you going to this year? Didn't you go to like uh, like Pac-12, I'll be, I'll be at the Pac-12. I'll be at the Big Ten. I already went to the Big 12. Yeah. So yeah. We're, we're, we're making the rounds, man. That's we're talking fa- to people. Fast not, and by the way, not a lot of ties being worn <laughs> predominantly no. around the country at these. Fast so. approaching. I do declare. Got a, I got Heisman <laughs> Trophy, another Heisman Trophy winner on the uh, on the set this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. He's, he's going to be awesome, man. Yeah. He's ton of ton of fun uh, to be around and talk to. And we've already, we've already got the chance to hang a little bit. So uh, it, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun season. Now, nice. do you do you know the full schedule or how how many games? You just know the first two weeks, right, for Big Noon because it's yeah yeah. So for people out there who don't know, when when you when you're a part of like even a game crew, right, the people who are calling the games, or when you're doing like what we do as a studio show that travels, you basically have a few set games you know you're going to be at, but outside of that, you find out like twelve days before or six days before. So it, it's it's pretty crazy to think about how the entire production behind 
how like a traveling set and a bunch of you know people who are behind the scenes how they have to adjust like week to week it's it's crazy and so there's a lot of work that goes on that a lot of people don't think about you just kind of see the game and everything on tv get back out to happy valley Matt oh, Leiner yeah. said, no, Matt- no, no. Hey, we're going to be there. Yes. I, we're, we'll for sure be there for a big, big game this big, year. Big, big game. You we should are. go, Jonas. We, we should all go. Yeah, I'm into uh, it. Oh, no, this one, I am already putting that in the works. Already put yeah. it in the works. Yeah. Long Island Ice Tea <laughs> Night for real. <laughs> Me and you, Jonas. Like, you right. say, I you be having to work. work. Yeah, yeah, you got to work, but we going to do it. We're going to do it at 210, baby. <laughs> I, already, uh, I already had a gentleman's lunch with LeVar last time. And then, yes, uh, you did. That, yeah, I had yes, to tone did. it down the rest of the day. <laughs> you said, I got a production meeting. I yeah, said, I all like, right, I don't. This has been a fantastic. <laughs> Another round, please. It's a fantastic gentleman's lunch, but we had to oh, move on man. from that. Yeah. Uh, well, well, listen, yeah. Uh, despite what, you know, Brian Kelly has to say about no, Notre Dame. We love South Bend. By the way, you know what else is located in South Bend? Yeah. Tire Rack. Because Fox Sports Radio's teamed up with TireRack.com to give away a set of four brand new tires valued at up to $1,500 every two weeks this summer. That's right. Three lucky listeners will receive a set of four tires plus installation taxes and fees valued at up to $1,500. It's the summer of Tire Rack sweepstakes. Enter daily at FoxSportsRadio.com to increase your chances to win. Yes, you can register to win every single day to improve your chances. A winner will be selected every two weeks between now and August 27th for a set of four brand new tires. To enter and get rules, visit FoxSportsRadio.com. Sponsored by TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So we're going to have another edition of Would You Rather coming up here shortly, but for all the latest from around the world of sports. uh, We... We would rather we would rather not hear from anybody other than Eddie Garcia. What's up, Eddie? What's going on, boys? Uh, Hello, Eddie. Looking forward to that uh, trip to Happy Valley. Hearing about that, that sounds great. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. You're coming. Come on, you come too. I would let's do it. Love to. Uh, let's to do it. Let's that. take the whole yeah, show. Let's on. go. We'll take a trip. We'll go see uh, the Penguins game, Eddie. Come on. No, let's no, no. That's 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 West. We're going to be Central. Okay. Well, we'll go you, see a you, Flyers You're messing game. up the Come bit. Come on, Jonas. Yeah, I, thought you, I thought you you're messing knew up the bit, Jonas. I do know. I was just testing you guys. I knew. <laughs> of course I knew. Big oh 33. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's All move right. on. Uh, news from the NFL. The deadline for franchise tag players to get those multi-year extensions came and went on Monday. And not surprisingly, those star running backs, Tony Pollard of the Cowboys, Saquon Barkley of the Giants, Josh Jacob of the Raiders, none of them got the extensions that they were looking for. Pollard did sign his franchise tag. He'll make $10.1 million this season, and he will report to training camp. However, Barkley and Jacobs have not signed and can't report until they do. Uh, it's probably uh, to be expected that they won't do that, uh, at least until very close to the start of the regular season, but we shall see. Now back to LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox the TireRack.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Thanks, Eddie. Two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Discover. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you've earned doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com forward slash match. All right, it is a Tuesday tradition here on the show. It's another edition of Would You Rather, and it's yours right here next on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O O O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield? wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. He's LeVar Arrington. That guy's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. Coming up about 15 minutes from now, top of next hour here, we are going to hear from a former NFL player who has an apology. He has an apology he would like to issue. You'll hear from him coming up again 15 minutes from now on FSR. Before we hear from Lee DeLapp and another edition of Would You Rather, want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Let's make history. And now... Would you rather... Would you rather your random topics, sports or otherwise? All right, lead the lap. What do we got? Well, guys, we started with a running back talk today, so let's start it with it now. Would you rather? Who would you rather see hold out the season, Barkley or Jacobs? Oh, who would you rather see hold out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Barkley, Saquon Barkley. What? Why? Just because I, I want to see how Daniel Jones performs without Saquon Barkley there. It's kind of a, a safety blanket. You know? Like, I just want, I want to see how that goes. I, I don't mind that perspective. I, I think that's, that's that's a good way of looking at it. I, I guess I would rather watch Saquon play than Josh Jacobs, and it's no disrespect to Josh Jacobs. I just, like, Saquon does a little bit more in the passing game, and I don't know. I, I think he kind of has some... A little more flair to his game, so I, I guess from an excitement standpoint, I'd rather see Barkley playing than than Jacobs, just yeah, for our, our amusement. I'm a Penn Stater, so I'd rather see Saquon play. We are. There you go. Yeah. You kind of said it cornerly, but uh, yeah, that's kind of something. <laughs> nobody, nobody would respond to you if you were in state college. Okay, how, how much? That <laughs> how am I supposed to say? No, not like that. Well, how, how would you say it? I'd rather see the Penn Stater play. Damn. Yeah, we'll move on. Uh, you'll have to get LeVar Allens before you understand how you should say we are. I, you know, I did the demonstration with Q before, by the way. You know, that is true. I, there, there was a big difference. There, big there was, difference. in real time, a big difference. Yeah, yeah but there's a big difference. LeVar also said that he was just recently in state college and he didn't yeah. go to 210. I didn't go to 210. Wow. I did not make it in. But I did have a Long Island, a LeVar Allen, wherever I was, though. Okay, there's there's a drink called Lavar Allen at at uh, at a restaurant in Harrisburg now called Zimbies. Really? So if you ever go there, and it's like one of the last places you can smoke cigarettes while you're in there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, you can't now. Yeah, it's just yeah. for real. It's for real in there. Yeah. Shouts out to my people at Zimbies. What up, Zimby? Yeah. Fellas, yeah. would you rather see the commander sale go through or fall apart? Fall apart. It, it would be way more entertaining for it to fall apart. But I, for, as a former player, I for damn sure wanted to go through. It's just taking so long, man. I mean, <laughs> he is not going to let up on them. They look, you will not come after me if I sell this team. That's got to be it. I'm ready to move on. Yeah, me too. I just wanted to sell the team. Let's let's move forward. Let's let's see what Washington can be. I think they could be a, a sneaky good team this year, too. So, we'll see. Fellas, would you rather see Oppenheimer this weekend or Barbie? Oppenheimer. It's not even close. What is Oppenheimer about? Are you serious? Yeah, I really don't know. It's about the creation of the atomic bomb. Nuclear, yeah. nuclear, the nuclear, the nuclear bomb. bomb. Atomic bomb. Okay, and what's the other one? Barbie. Barbie. Yeah. 
Is is it going to be yeah. about Jonas's child? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you, you leave it alone. Right. It was that oh, and My whoa. Little Pony. All right, you leave oh, me alone. Man, sorry. Uh, so and Care Bears. So, but is Oppenheimer? Is it mostly about the creator or like the bomb itself? But well. Oh, we don't know. We haven't okay. seen it yet, Charles. But I'm saying, like, is it is it around the person or is it around the event? It looks like both. The okay. event of creating it, but it's obviously about Oppenheimer himself. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Barbie. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll just I'll ride with Barbie. Is Barbie, like, they spent crazy amount, crazy amount of money to... to market and promote it right mm-hmm. is this like a real barbie like or is this like animated no, no it's real people live action it's, it's margaret robbie people. and ryan right. gosling ryan gosling is like I guess it's ken, ken right yeah uh yeah i'm 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 gonna watch it i'd rather be blown up than i gotta be honest with barbie. you that'd be the toughest part about yeah. being an actor is i feel like in order to be respected within the industry you have to play this like wide array of characters Right, where yeah. you can be like one thing in one show, and maybe it's like a war movie, and then the next thing you know, you're Ken and Barbie. A lot of range. Yeah, I don't. I would not be able to subscribe to that. I'd be like, I don't care if you feel like I'm a one-trick pony. I would much rather be typecasted into a certain role than feel the need to have to play these cr- like stupid other roles that have, I don't know. Nothing to do with what I'd like to be doing as an actor. I mean, Ryan Gosling was the notebook, right? I think Ryan Gosling is happy to be playing Ken. I think it's. That's what I'm saying. He did the notebook. Well, hold on. Are you saying that because he's working with Margot Robbie? Is that what you're saying? I think you're thinking this movie is going to be like a kids' film, but it's not. It's going to be like the notebook. It's going to be like a love story. I I think the fact that you're going to see this movie and the fact that I'll never see this movie (laughs) is probably why you're trying to to defend whatever Ken's character is going to be. I agree. Is that what happened here? Uh, Lee, do you have a vested interest in uh, in in the performance of Ken in this Barbie movie? I'm a fan of Ryan Gosling, and I am a fan of Greta Gerwig, and I think her depiction of this movie is going to be pretty good. They said it's it's PJ-13. She's exactly. the director. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly. PG-13, PG so... He just they, went all artsy. Some, it, it, he just yes, went all I did went all artsy on you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Listen, I went indie film on you. Uh, Ryan, Ryan, oh look, Ryan Gosling... You nerd. I mean... <laughs> hey, Lee, why don't you ask the uh, would you rather... His I mean, real who's, life his wife wife real, who's his or, real life uh, wife? Who's his real life wife? Pretending Eva movie. Eva yeah. Margot Robbie. All right, that Eva, delivered you pizza. Eva, Eva Mendez or Margot Robbie? Yeah, would, would you, you rather? rather? Ah, I don't want that. Mm. That's a better would you rather, though. I, I, I Yeah, I'll go Eva Mendez. Wait, yeah. who delivered who pizza? Uh, Eva delivered me pizza. I, I was a pizza delivery guy, but I never delivered pizza to her. How did that happen? Wait, wait what? She, uh, well, she was at a neighbor's house, and she they had leftover pizza. She brought it over to my place, said, you guys want this leftover pizza? I said, hell yeah. Did you ever eat the pizza? No, I kept it in the freezer. Did you really? Yep. Oh, that's creepy. Margot Robbie ain't playing around, though. No. Hold <laughs> on. Truth is, I probably not wouldn't. around now. I wouldn't Y'all accept. throwing out Ava Mendez like that's an easy win. Did, Margo, Did you know Mar- it was Ava Mendez at the time? Yeah. I wouldn't accept leftover pizza from a neighbor, but I mean, if Ava Mendez gives you leftover pizza, you take the leftover pizza. And you and you yeah, have but her you kept the it box. as like a keepsake. You yeah, put it in the yeah. freezer like a weirdo. Yeah, yeah I, know. It. I thought that, I thought you were joking when you first said that. Lee. Do you, you still really have it? Pizza? No, I don't still have it. 
Wait, maybe I do. I don't know. You never, you know, when you look into the freezer, and you're like, wow, that's still there. Oh man, this yeah. is creepy. <laughs> I feel like this is turning into like a, a movie at this point. Lee's Not like, one directed uh, by Greta Gerwig. Lee's creepy mind he, is what it's called. Lee's like a, a better looking Jeffrey Dahmer. Sounds like oh, she's got I mean, weird stuff. They're, in the they're always, but why are serial killers like always good-looking dudes? Like they're like you ever seen Jeffrey Dahmer? Well, I guess not great-looking. Manson wasn't great-looking either. If there was a ditch to drive into, I, I would have thought we were right there now? about two minutes ago. I think yeah, we're there. I think, right. yeah, I, think so. yeah. I think you're right. Thanks, Lee. Honestly, <laughs> I actually think you're right. Guys, would you rather uh, be able to use only a fork or only a spoon? Fork. Uh, I take I'd rather back. a spoon. Spoon. Oh yeah. man, because you can't. It's it's hard to eat ice cream. I can use my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I use my fingers for for you know fork foods. Spoon is definitely the way to go. Yeah, you got to go spoon. Spoon it. Got to spoon it. Yeah, there's really no other option there, is there? Spoon it red. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 